This is another end-of-the-year episode. Oh, thank God. No food fads or predictions. Since 2020 has been such an unprecedented, expletive-inducing spectacle, I want to go over some of what I recall. The Culinary Libertarian Podcast, Episode 120. Welcome to the Culinary Libertarian Podcast, where the philosophy is free, but the food is on you. Hello, folks. Dan Reed here with the Culinary Libertarian. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy to have you here. Happy to be here. Start your 2021 off to a good start with some fine eats. Purchase your copy of my cookbook, Cooking for Comfort, in Kindle or paperback formats, and take control over your dinner. Find the link and photos from readers at culinarylibertarian.com slash cookingforcomfort. If ever the phrase, there are two kinds of people in this world, was accurate, it is accurate of and in 2020. There are two kinds of people, those who believe the government and those who don't, those who are curious and those who are not, those who think science is a religion and those who do not. You can play at home, too. No doubt you probably have. This isn't a COVID episode exactly, but no recounting of 2020 can exclude it. Those who bettered themselves in lockdown and those who did not. That last one is me. I squandered away a solid 10 months. Eh, Squandered may not be correct, but it feels right. Part of that time was spent schooling from home. That really messed up my routine. And doing blogging and podcasting and reading was my routine. It was mapped out, so to speak. Then, to add to the bodies at home, my wife was working from home. I have been wanting to relearn the piano. I started some while ago, maybe in 2018, but seemed not to make the moments to do anything more with it. And I did exactly the same in 2020. Nothing. Didn't make time to do that. Didn't make time to relearn the guitar either. That kind of saddens me in a personal, spiritual sense. I was never great, maybe never would be. I don't see music the same way I taste phantom foods, but it gave me pleasure to play. Across social media, not so much for me in my daily life, I've seen Karens double and triple down on science for the sin of deciding not to comply with illegal mandates. The amount of content refuting the efficacy of mask mandates is large and grows weekly. 
There are many amazing people digging into this, including Jennifer Cabrera. Tom Woods also publishes a lot on this. There is content if you want it. The comment for this episode is the seeming inability of Karen to have independent thought and her willingness to be self-appointed deputy for statism. Propaganda is really the only word for what the corporate mainstream news tells us and wants us to know. The death of critical, individual, and independent thinking is a great tragedy. The overlords who violated their very own orders and seemed to care not one moment about the inconsistency or the optics is only overshadowed by the absolute horror Congresses. Save a precious few, two, come to mind immediately, Rand Paul and Thomas Massey. The senators and representatives in Congress have been the absolute worst humanity has to offer. That so many people want more of the same is at least discouraging. The amazing part of those folks keen on more government is they seemed to cheer when that's exactly what they got. The increase of lockdowns, putting businesses out of business, was only the beginning of 15 days to flatten the curve. And then doing it again, because 15 days turned into 10 months, and all of that was a good idea. Some people did decide enough was too much, and a resistance has started. The big things are easy to find. What is more challenging are the little things that chip away at the day-to-day. Six feet apart and no hugs and no friendly intimacy. Everyone is the enemy, and everyone might be a carrier. Daily life came to a halt. No concerts, no plays, no movies, no dining out. Heck, you couldn't even walk in the woods. Every want had to be reconsidered for COVID. Oh, can't do that, COVID. COVID was blamed for every societal failure, but in point of fact, every single failure, every closure, and usurpation and policy restriction restricting you from this or that was put in place by a human, a governor, some more infamous than others. It was abuse. The hurt will last years, and it may take that long to see the scars. The little things added up. They're still adding up, and that's part of my key issue. I'm overwhelmed by a power I cannot control and over which I alone have no way to change. That is debilitating. (laughs) 
Hey everyone, Jake here, host of the Tasting Anarchy podcast. Join my co-host Mason and I each week as we explore the world of wine and alcohol through a liberty lens. You can find us on all your major podcatchers, tastinganarchy.com or Tasting Anarchy on Twitter. Tasting Anarchy, your wine and liberty podcast. Find out how much government is in your drink. Twenty twenty wasn't a total wash. Some highlights of positivity include that Rob Schneider of Saturday Night Live, you know, famous for the Robinator making copies, and a handful of Adam Sandler flicks, made it known in Twitter that he reads Mises and has an unexpectedly high level of economic comprehension for someone in the entertainment class. The schooling from home was a complete horror and waste of time. I overheard many of the classes and felt that all it could have been managed in 90 minutes and in one day. The upside is I got to hear what the content is my kids heard, and that's no plus. The real plus is I did get to spend time with them. The real gold of this school-at-home debacle is that many folks realize they don't need the schools. With any luck, their stranglehold will be broken. I did publish a cookbook. It sold some copies, and I was thrilled to see the photos some readers sent me of dishes they'd made. Now, I know some of you who bought the book, some of you I do not know, but to all of you I say thank you very much for buying it. I did have some modest success with the mug e-commerce business. Percentages are fickle things. I can tell you my sales increased this year over last year by 300%, and that sounds amazing. It's only significant if I tell you what 2019 sales were. It was nice to see, and it felt good to get that kind of success, and we'll see how 21 pairs out, but maybe we'll trouble that as well. By quick count, I was invited to speak on six different podcasts. That was fun. I enjoyed the chats, and it was nice to talk with my digital friends. Gluten-free baking is harder than it looks. Making something that looks good is one thing. Making it taste good with the right texture is a whole other thing. I like a culinary intellectual challenge, and bettering my gluten-free baking is one of those things. I'm converting many of my go-to gluten recipes here at home to gluten-free, and I'm getting passable to holy moly results. The wins are satisfying. My next challenge is smoking meats, and probably cheese, and and we'll see how else we can, what, chicken for sure, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I was gifted a hot smoker for Christmas and have already given it a christening with the hickory smoked tri-tip. It is 
Now, tri-tip, for some bizarre reason, is the unofficial meat of, if not Oregon, my little wee town. And so I've had plenty of it in the last three years. I'm going to say that this tri-tip was the best tri-tip I've had since I've been in Oregon. I didn't do anything special to it other than smoke it. The challenge here on hot smoking will be managing the heat. Low and slow is best. Now, I have experience with cold smoking, that is, keeping the smoke and the box at about 40 degrees. That's how you make smoked salmon. Cooking and smoking is a whole new thing to learn. My friend David, the old fat guy, wrote a book on hot smoking. I'll be using it to get my feet under me. I learned to darn socks. I learned that darning is a thing. I'm actually pretty good at it. I've learned that there are different patch strategies depending on the size and location of the hole. Now, I've seen some videos of some spectacularly talented people doing amazing things. Now, I'm not there. I'm more utilitarian. I can keep, you know, fix the hole and save the sock, but that's really the goal. A plan for 2021 is in the works. I dare not set too many goals. The eagerness at making life a series of steps to show your allegiance to the state is more than worrisome. There are some elected officials who seem pretty keen on the idea of a COVID passport, that they seem comfortable by the phrase, papers please, should concern everyone. This up and down comes and goes. Moments of elation push out the possible or plausible for the immediate. I want more of those moments. To speak as an economist, and Rob Schneider will get it, I have a high time preference for positive action in my life in 2021. I hope for this next year that you get positive actions in your life with the same frequency that I want them. All right, folks, that's going to do it. I mentioned Jennifer Cabrera. I'll add her Twitter handle to the show notes page. She's worth following for sanity and reason in deciphering the COVID misinformation. I also mentioned the old fat guy's guide to smoking meat for beginners. I'll put the Amazon link to that book on the show notes page, culinarylibertarian.com slash 120, as well as his podcast appearance on this show. We'll be having the Reed family tradition of an ice cream Sunday bar this New Year's Eve. I have the ice cream based recipe on the blog, and I'll add that to the show notes page if you want to try making your own ice cream. That blog post also has a recipe for homemade magic shell. So, no matter where you get your ice cream, you can always have magic shell to put on it, and you know you love that stuff. It's incredible, and homemade's even better. 
Please share this episode on your social media feeds and like it where you see it. Also, rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcatcher. Have a good week, and I'll see you soon. Music for the Culinary Libertarian Podcast is provided by Matthew Bankert at mattbankert.com.